0: We're seeing somebody hunched over. Well, what we thought was a person hunched over, but it stood up and when it stood up, we realized that's not one of us. It proceeded to walk across the river, the Squally River across and then up the embankment and into the woods. I do have a friend that drove down the road and swears he saw a big hairy thing walking down the side of the road on two legs.
1: You're listening to the Cryptid Creatures Podcast with todd and brian if you've had an encounter and want to be on the show email us at info at cryptidcreatures.co or visit our website at www.cryptidcreatures.net
2: this is the cryptid creatures podcast i am brian and with me as always is my co-host todd what's up buddy
1: hello brian and hello listeners brian we got another bigfoot encounter coming on today
2: yes we do and it sounds like a good one
1: it does uh coming around uh, mount rainier again in the washington rainier. state. you know that's a popular state for bigfoot i think it's the most popular state for bigfoot uh, washington, yeah
2: washington yep so they say
1: so we're going to bring jessica on and talk about what she saw and encountered up there
2: yeah i'm excited to hear this one
1: well let's not waste any more time let's bring her on yep let's get her Hi guys. Hey, how are you doing?
0: Doing pretty good.
1: Good. Welcome um, to the show. Thanks for being here with us.
0: Yes, thank you for having me.
1: You had uh, submitted to us online about that you'd had several encounters, I guess, in your lifetime, and yes, you also just had one recently here in about uh, a month Two, ago. actually. Okay. Okay.
0: I've had two recently. Um, wow. Well, you start back in the very beginning. Um, we had just moved into this place in Yelm, Washington, Thurston County area. Um, a bunch of kids were out partying down by a river, and it takes probably about two hours to walk to this area, and it's all woods. There's nothing around. There's no houses. Once you get to certain, it's just pitch black, and we were always down there partying, and uh, we called it the Wire Bridge. Because it connected to Fort Lewis and it was a wire bridge, you know, about this big and went all the way across the river and had two along the top and they would run up and down on it. The, the soldiers would. And we had a little campground out there or whatnot. And when you walked down, there was, the river was like out here. And then there was a campsite that we partied out or hung out at or whatever. It was over here. And the first encounter is, there was a bunch of us down there. I don't remember how many people. I was a little drunk, not going to (laughs) lie. And everybody started going, there's somebody down there puking. So everybody, of course, wants to know who's gotten sick first. So we all line up along this edge and we're seeing somebody hunched over. Well, what we thought was a person hunched over and we're yelling and hollering and carrying on and ha ha you're you know you go okay and well it stood up and let me take you back it was dark but it was bright enough for us to see like a silhouette so it was during the summertime uh but it stood up, and when it stood up, we realized that's not one of us, and it proceeded to walk across the river, the Squally River, across, and then up the embankment and into the woods. So, at that point, wow. we were like, yeah, okay, that was definitely not one of us, definitely not human. Um, All you could see, basically, was the outline of it. That I mean, you could tell it was definitely not a human. It did walk on two feet, but it was huge. And mind you, we were probably—I'm trying to get a guesstimate of how far we were away from the river, but it was um, quite entertaining. I don't really remember what happened after that because we, I guess, all went back to partying and hanging out or whatever. Um. Second time I've seen it was actually the same spot and I didn't see it this time. I heard it and it walked behind me. Hmm. So it was me and two friends. We were down there. We had a campfire and the the woods, the trees behind us, you couldn't see through them. Like even in the daylight, they, they were so thick. You could not see anything. And shortly prior to this, I had ran and hid in the woods because my mom's boyfriend at the time was coming in to look for me and I didn't want to go with him. So I ran and hid in the woods (laughs) and about where I was standing, you couldn't see, you couldn't see me because obviously I was in the woods, but the firelight didn't touch the trees. And a short time later I came out and I was sitting on the log and it, Kind of horseshoed. The the little area we were in, it kind of horseshoed with the woods around. There was a walk outside to the left, and then you had an open view of the river. And I'm sitting in there. All of a sudden, the two people that I was with turned white. Like, their faces, like, were in shock. I'm not turning around, because whatever this thing is, it's behind me. I'm not turning my Uh, uh-uh, Nope, not doing it. <laughs> so I'm sitting there all of a sudden I can hear it walking and it walks right behind me, but it walks just out of light. So you can't quite see it, but you know it's there. It walks behind me and up the trail and onto the gravel road. These two guys go after it. They, they, yeah. they They went out. No, I laid down next to the fire and like curled myself around the fire. I didn't move. They come back and they said, whatever it was, it was gone. in just a few steps, they couldn't see anything. A short time later, I was like, all right, it's time for me to go. Can you guys walk me home? Cause it's like a two hour walk in the dark up this trail or this road. The whole time me and my friend are walking home, this thing's paralleling us. It's walking in the woods next to us. We can hear it. We can see the trees move, like or not see the trees move, but we can hear the trees move and everything. And it followed us all the way up until right before we came to the very first house. The next day, he said it followed him back down. And when he got back down to the bottom, his friend was actually sleeping on the wire bridge because it kept messing with him and it was shaking the bridge trying to get him off. They did see footprints, but they weren't because it was in sand. So it was hard to actually distinguish the footprint, but -hmm. you can tell something big had walked in that spot. So uh, the third time, same spot down with some friends uh we had pulled up in their car the two guys were in the front and me and my girlfriend were in the back and they had gotten out and we didn't see them walk around to the left hand or the right hand side of the car because we walked around to the back side and we were standing there and We're standing there talking for maybe, I don't know, about five, 10 minutes. All of a sudden to our left, we hear a bush shaking and a uh, uh, like noise. We're like, ah, ha, ha, you guys. Very funny. (laughs) And uh, they come walking up from the right side of us going, what's so funny? How did you get, you were just over there. We turned and looked into the woods just to see the back of its head walking into the woods. Wow. We got in the car and left very, very quickly. <laughs> and I honestly haven't been back to that spot since.
2: Why? Sounds like a hot spot. Yeah.
0: It was, but unfortunately, it was taken over by uh, joint base Lewis McCord, and we get caught down uh, there. We can't go to jail. And so we decided not to. They were having a lot of issues with um, people crossing the bridge and going down and like vandalizing stuff on the military side. So we decided, yeah, we're, we, they put a stop to it.
2: Hmm. Kind of funny. So that. All that's going on right there by a military base, huh?
0: Right. And, and the weird thing is, is we, we actually hung out with a lot of military guys that would come across And they would see us partying over there. So they would come over and be like, Hey, technically you guys are not supposed to be here. As long as you guys don't mess anything up. You're not vandalizing anything. You clean up after ourselves, whatever. And we ask them, have you guys seen anything? Have you heard anything? Like, and most of them were pretty hesitant to tell us that they saw something or heard something, but some of them did quite a bit. Hmm. So, and then uh, just recently... My husband and I, we love to night fish. We go night fishing quite a bit. And again, this is in Yelm, Washington, Thurston County area, but it's on the other side at a lake. It's called Lawrence Lake. I've been going there since I was a kid. Fished there my entire life with my dad. And this is actually just August 28th of this year. We were uh, out fishing. And my husband's on the shoreline. I'm out on the dock. So he was off to my left. And then the woods are off to my right. We automatically had that eerie feeling when we got there. There was no frogs. There was no nothing. And usually you can hear ducks and all kinds of stuff. I just had an eerie feeling. The wind was blowing away, like towards the woods. So I definitely didn't smell anything or pick anything up. But we're sitting there and it's we get we get there about nine thirty. So around 11 o'clock, we start hearing noises in the woods. We're hearing footsteps, stuff, you know, simple things. I'm not kidding you when I say my body turned white. I had I'm getting goosebumps now. The vocalization that came out of these woods scared me so bad and it was like maybe 40 yards behind me in the woods but it had a whoop in the beginning then it went into a longer like sound and then another whoop at the end so i'm like okay that could have been a bobcat that can't be a cougar because nothing whoops right I looked at my husband I said get your ass out of here And you better get me off this dock Because I am not walking by the woods Because I had to walk right in front of the woods To get back to the car I wasn't I was scared Yes I was scared But it was more of that Excited scare Like did I really hear what I just heard And my husband goes Did we really just hear that It's like I think we really just did that So, a short time later, we started hearing some, like, tree knocks and some other weird noises. So, we decided, okay, it's time to go. So, we packed up and left. A couple days or a couple weekends later, we went back the following weekend. Way too many people out. Way too much noise. um, There was parties going on all around the lake. Couldn't hear anything. So, we fished. We left, we went back the next weekend. So right, Labor Day weekend. I think we went back that Sunday. Went back that Sunday. We got out of the car. There was frogs. There was, you know, noises going on. And there was a car parked at the top. So I knew that there was people either on the water in a boat or in the woods somewhere along the lake fishing. Cause I could see a spotlight. I just didn't know where it was coming from. Nothing, you know, major was going on. All of a sudden we started hearing tree knocks and the people that were there were quite a bit away from us. They were around the bend into a cove, like way, way down. So if they did a tree knock or anything like that, it wouldn't have carried that far to sound that close. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. but um we were getting train ox and other a few other things well the guys left we can hey did you guys hear anything did you guys see anything anything like that but i was like i am not going to be like nosy and i don't know them so i don't know if they're going to be polite about anything so i was just i left it alone short time after they left maybe 10 15 minutes My husband and I are both out on the dock. We're fishing. We're having a great time. We're catching catfish. Here come the vocalizations again. Here come the tree knocks. Here come the walking. Like, it was all right there again. It wasn't as loud as the last time, but there was a small vocalization of a whoop. There were tree knocks. I tried to get my phone out fast enough to, like, record it to see if I can hear anything, but it was too faint for my phone to actually catch, which really, really sucks. But I do mm-hmm. plan going out again. I do plan on taking my voice recorder and seeing if I can't get anything. And it's been such a dry summer that I can't really look for prints. Right. But I do have a friend that drove down the road around the lake and swears he saw a big hairy, thing walking down the side of the road on two legs and there's been multiple accounts of vocalizations and actually sightings all around that lake so i'm trying to get somebody to come down and investigate be like look there's something going on here you guys got to come check it out
1: i'd
2: love to be able to get out there and do that
0: yeah those are pretty much most of my encounters so far and i go out in the woods a lot i
2: So those basically pretty close to the same area? Yes. All all those? Okay.
0: Yeah. They're they're all within the same, basically the same town. I've pretty much lived in the Yelm, Thurston County area uh, since I was like five. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's been some other weird things that's gone around here too. Um, I've seen UFO and that kind of thing out just right around the corner from Lawrence Lake.
1: Is
2: that? close to one of the
1: volcanoes
0: yes uh mount rainier
1: mount rainier is is pretty close i was looking on a map here yeah Mm -hmm. yelm is pretty much uh the first town closest town from from i guess the tip of mount rainier uh that you would run into before you get into uh tacoma olympia all that
2: always you're close close
1: the area around it here you're talking about uh lake lawrence uh, was the lake uh-huh. that you mentioned, and I'm seeing that it's kind of set back even more into the wilderness. So I'm not surprised that there's a lot of activity where you're at. Washington is known for huge amounts of sightings and activity, mm-hmm. especially around, around um, the mountains there. Did these happen from from the first one to the third one? You said they all happened in the same area, which which kind of makes sense what kind of timeframe are we talking year wise? Uh, was that a five year span? Um, year
0: span? that was probably cause I moved in around that area in 95, 96. So this happened around like 97 and between like 97 and probably 99 is oh. when they like stopped allowing us to get down there. Um, and I'm not the only one I've had a few friends that's had several encounters down there as well. Um, you can if you look up Nisqually Pines and like get an overhead view, you'll go down from that, you'll see a store called Country Joe's. You'll see a little side road off. If you follow that side road all the way down, you'll come to the river. And that's where it was at. It, it was literally right there. There's no houses down there. It's fenced off. It's a beautiful space. Like we used oh, to walk it whole all state the time.
2: is beautiful. Isn't
0: it? I know. I love it. I honestly probably this is home. It's home. The only spot in the world where you can stand in one spot and see like three different mountains at one time. Pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Before this ever happened, Jessica, before your first encounter, did you growing up and living there, did you believe in Bigfoot or what did you what were your thoughts on Bigfoot before you saw saw this for? I thing?
0: did believe in Bigfoot. Um my dad, uh, before he passed away, had mentioned one time when he was out in the woods, he came across something that he didn't, he only got a glimpse of it, but he was, it wasn't a bear. Um, and I've, I grew up hunting or not hunting. I grew up camping in this whole area. And so my grandpa's always wanted us, you know, look, going to get you or something like that. Um, but, uh, we always knew something was out there, but I didn't actually like know what it was until I actually seen one myself and seeing the back of the head of one that close
2: was just, which these all summertime sightings.
0: Yeah. Most of them are all summertime. We used to live on a, a hill called Hillcrest again in Yelm. Uh, and there would be strange things that happened around there, strange blue lights, um, strange sounds from the sky. We never knew, you know, like every once in a while we'd hear this and we're like, what is that? You know, we were kids, we didn't. Mm. Well, until the day I went outside to feed my rabbits. And I was up on the hill, and my dog, who was on a chain, I was picking clover. She jumped into my coat, and I couldn't have been more than 10, 11 at this point. And uh, so this was 93, 92, 93. Freaks out, jumps into my coat, and is, like, trying to bury herself in my jacket. And she's freaking out. And I'm like, what are you doing? And here come that noise again. Well, this time I actually saw something. I looked up in the sky and it flew by. Like, yeah. <laughs>
2: flew it flew in the sky?
0: Yeah. It was, well, it was a UFO. Sorry. didn't mean that. Yeah. It was a UFO. Oh. I saw a UFO fly like across nice. the top.
2: You've got a lot of UFO sightings out there.
0: Yes. And now we have this alien festival thing that they do every year. And it's weird because they didn't do it when I was a kid, but all of a sudden now we do the alien festival. Hmm, nice. Um
1: Can you describe this the UFO that you saw or did you say it was nighttime? I can't remember.
0: It was it was dusk, so the sun was setting, so it was still light outside. But all I can remember is it was round and dark and there were lights. And it did not look, it was not a plane because planes have wings. This was round. It was just round. And I looked at the dog, I said, you get in the dog house and I'm running to the house. Um, after that, I didn't like sleeping next to windows. I, I, windows terrified me. Like, Well, I mean, when you're a kid, you want to investigate a little bit. You want to know, okay, what, what does this thing do? Well, they said that they have blue lights that come through the windows and take people. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not sleeping next to no windows. So I I wouldn't sleep next to windows. But we found a cow out in the field with no blood on it. Just dead in the field. One of those weird things.
2: Hmm. Yeah, there's a... Yeah, Rainier, that area... Is pretty big for UFOs over a f- a f- several years. I mean, they've even it's a conspiracy theory is there's a base in Rainier.
0: Lizard people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ramsters. No. Ram- Ramtha.
2: So you're, you're in a yeah. pretty good spot.
0: I, I hope so. Cause I, I'm very curious. I want to know more. I want to go out. Like I, I keep asking my husband, I was like, well, you want to go out? Let's go out. He's like, I'm not going out, so you can go squatching. I'm like, I'll fish. I just want to know. (laughs) I just want to hear it again. (laughs) Right. You you know, I I don't. Equipment. That's all. (laughs) Right. Um, I do carry a sidearm when I go out. You know, obviously, because we do have, like I said, we have bear, bear, we have cougar, we Mm -hmm. have bobcat. I've seen a bobcat walk right out in front of my car, just
2: walk across the street. Wow, really? You know, a rare thing. Uh,
0: Well, where I live now. I live in something called Skookumchuck Valley. It's in Tenino, Washington, just south of Yelm, and it's just woods. It's just woods. I the river's right across the street. I can walk right down there and go fishing anytime. Man. So, yeah, we gotta I'm there. always, <laughs> I'm always out in the woods. So I do carry a sidearm. And I don't want to hurt anything. I don't want to shoot anything. I just want to know more about it. Mm-hmm. I just want to be like, look, I'm not crazy. I heard it. Here's the proof.
1: Yeah. Well, so- you got
2: to protect yourself when you're out there in the woods. So that's understandable. I mean...
1: You're definitely in a yes. hot spot. Uh, oh. You can't. You couldn't get any better spot where you're at, uh, mm-hmm. and, and no wonder that's why you've had so many uh, experiences with these things. And I'm sure if you keep going out there, you, you're going to run into something else. Well, eventually, eventually you're going to.
2: Yeah, eventually you're going to see you on um, face to face.
0: Well, I told my husband, I was like, "Hey, can I do something?" He's like, "What?" I was like, "Can I give one of these catfish to the Bigfoot?" He's like, "What?" I was like, "Can I take one of the catfish and go stick it?" on the trail and and you know here I'm, I'm not here to hurt you peace offering and he's like really babe i was like hey you never know okay what? you never know because mm-hmm. there may be a time where i'm out there by myself and i need help and that thing comes and helps me hopefully i don't know maybe but, but i just i want to know more i want to see more i want to be out there and uh my sisters are now fairly interested in coming out with me. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I was like, well, so I don't know about like, right. And the one lady had on, um, I've been listening to your podcast, like nonstop. Thank you. So I'm, Thanks. I'm getting up there, caught up. Okay. So you had one young lady that was uh, here in Washington and she had the big foot in the tree hmm yeah and i told my husband about it he's like they go on trees i was like dude don't even
2: yes I'll like always if look
0: we're the stuff, looking the trees because mm-hmm. they get up there too
2: yeah
0: and i was like that's the last thing we need is one of those things jumping out of the tree
2: yeah she was up so, in uh the olympic peninsula that was yeah,
1: wanna, yeah. Which, okay yeah i remember that one now i think yeah. she saw them yeah. swimming or something they came yes. out of the water. I'm swimming too yep. yep
0: yeah they were they were swimming and i my so, husband, he asked yeah, me one time. Definitely look he, up in the trees. Yeah. He was like, you want to take the dogs? I'm like, no, we're not taking my dogs. No, no. Bigfoot are known to kill dogs. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking I'm not taking my dogs. Easy meal. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. And I've got a pretty fat dog. I mean, she, she's my sidekick. And I'm, no, I don't think she can get out right. <laughs> so right now so, they're all being lazy.
1: So you say. That's all right. He doesn't believe in them then?
0: No, my husband? Oh, no, he does. He does
1: He doesn't believe in
0: them. Yes. Well, from the vocalization that we got that night, we we got on, I got on YouTube, and I started looking up different animal sounds. And because I know cougars can make different noises. They chirp like a bird. I mean, for crying out loud, I live, I, I hear them all the time
2: i know what it kind of sounds
0: like mm-hmm. right well the way this thing sounded it it like i said it whoops in the beginning and then it went into this like weird high-pitched scream with almost a growl and i did find something similar to it when i was watching youtube on bobcats and it almost sounded like a bobcat scream But Bobcats don't whoop, you know, and, and they don't tree knock. So I'm like, I don't, truly, I don't believe it was a a Bobcat.
2: And if you listen, uh, if you listen to some of those, uh, like we've, we've played a few on the show, some of the calls that we've, that people have recorded. If you listen to them at some point in the call and the howl and the whoop and whatever, sounds like a human tone voice yes at some point in there and i'm right no no animal that can do that
0: no it, it was weird because it went uh, i've tried to recreate the the whooping sound it was like um it went but in the middle of it there was like a growl and like, not a lot of growl, but like a gurgling sound. And I cannot, mm-hmm. I can't recreate that sound.
2: Mm-hmm. But it was, um, it was
0: high, very high pitched.
2: Actually sounds like the uh, Sierra sounds a little bit. Yeah. And describing. it was really
0: weird. I was talking to my, I was talking to my husband. Cause I was, matter of fact, I just watched, um, I just listened to the one where you had the guy that recorded those.
1: Mm-hmm. Ron, Moorhead. I just listened mm-hmm. to it. Moorhead, yes. Yeah.
0: Last night. And I was listening to the chatter, and I'm going. And I started getting goosebumps. My husband goes, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "I've heard that out when we were down, you know, and by the pines." But we always thought it was a you know a person or something out there, or the or the military. So I can't definitively say that's what it was, but we've heard I've heard something similar to that. The, the chattering, not necessarily mm-hmm. all the vocalizations, but the, or however they sound, I can't make it. But it was, I'm hoping to get some, at least vocalizations and train on record. If I don't ever get one on video, that's okay. I know what I've seen. I know what I heard. So
2: there's. Yeah. You should try and get yourself a good one of those good parabolic mics, those with like the satellite looking thing on, you know.
0: My I friends know, and I a little, are. A
2: little more expensive, yeah. But.
0: Yeah. Well, my, my friends and I are wanting to start a ghost hunting team.
2: Ghost hunting? So
0: you're one, yeah. That's a little. Well, different. Lisa, you've actually had her on the show as well. She's the one that introduced me to you guys. She saw the cool. Bigfoot up in Roy.
1: Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. We just, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: yep. You just aired hers. Not too
1: long. Hers just came out ago. a couple weeks yeah, ago. Not yep. long ago.
0: Yep. And, uh, she, um, she's had some paranormal stuff. I've had some paranormal stuff. And so we were like, Hey, <laughs> let's go ghost hunting. So I'm like, I'm sitting there going, you know, I can take this stuff and go squatting too. You could. So, I may, I, yeah, I may
1: have. All, to do it. yeah, yeah, it's all multi-purpose. Yeah. when it comes to that stuff. Oh yeah, it could be all encompassing. Um, just, just looking for some kind of encounter, rough. whether it be a Bigfoot or a ghost or
2: or a ghost or whatever. or whatever. Yeah, and if you do, hey, if you yeah. guys do do that, we we like ghost stories too. So oh yeah, you guys get I've out there and you find some stupid. stuff and you record some stuff. Then you need to uh, come back on here and talk talk to us. Right. About
0: it. Oh yeah, I uh, I've I've had encounters with spirits as well. So right. I told oh. one to leave me alone. Don't take, don't take my blankets. <laughs> but I it's just it's, it's a fascinating subject.
2: It and is. I it is. Always been. I
0: really hope in a way I want them to be discovered and like brought to light. But at the same time, I don't because then that'll just ruin right. the mystery. That'll just ruin the, the magic, I guess you can say. Of mm. what this creature is, I don't
2: know. Depends on how you look at it, I guess.
0: Right. So, I mean, it's the same with anything. You over, you overdo it, then there's not going to be any left.
1: The mystery part would go away. I think a lot of people still wouldn't believe it uh, until they stuck a couple of them in some zoos somewhere. Unfortunately, and that's um, what we don't want to see. Yeah. Exactly. So in that aspect, yeah, I don't, I don't want that to happen. But I do want, no. I do want it to be known to science. So all these non-believers out there and the people that kind of laugh and goff at people like us who want to help prove this existence and and understand what people are seeing out there, so they would be like, oh, okay, you know, yeah, you're right. They they are out there. These people aren't lying. Right. They're seeing this thing. Uh, so. Right. But it would, cause, it, it would cause terror and havoc and everything else, you know, too. It would.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. But, I mean, look at when they first, you know, found a bear.
1: People, or
2: oh, the, no, they don't yeah. exist. But, until and they actually before, come what up about, and you know, remember the mountain gorillas in Africa. Those were myths for a long time until somebody came down with a couple of them.
0: Right. Yeah. And
1: Yeah, Bigfoot's a little just, bit harder was- to, to come out of the woods with, but... <laughs>
0: Somebody's probably
1: yeah. done how gun is. Somebody's probably done it, I'm sure.
0: Oh yeah. And you know, I've i you guys were talking about the um the uh, haunted Bigfoot in Alaska. Uh, I can't remember the exact name of it. Um uh Alaskan haunted Bigfoot.
1: Kill, Alaskan killer bigfoot. Yeah,
0: yeah, killer bigfoot. That's killer bigfoot, yeah. Yes. I love that so Mm. I watched. I watched it all the way through. Uh, great show. Oh, I too. And mm-hmm. it, there's. I watch all of them. I watch my my Disney or my Discovery Plus is just chock full of mythic cryptic yeah. creature stuff. Ours too. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. just it's always been a fascinating subject.
1: Man. We've seen them all. In fact, I. Uh, if you got you get Tubi, you should try Tubi too. Tubi is full. I of
0: have it. Yep. Cryptic. Uh huh.
1: Uh, we're gonna check one out at some point. I just found out today that's called the Cannibal in the Jungle. So if you get a chance, look that up. I I haven't seen it yet. I just found out, heard about it today. It came out in May, I guess, on Animal Planet. But I'm pretty sure it's about uh, it's more of a Bigfoot documentary kind of thing. Looks very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna check that one out.
0: I I am actually very intrigued because that does sound pretty cool. I mm-hmm. my my father in law my husband's dad they're from Guam uh, and they're they're great people and they believe in in the Tata Mona and the little people and all these other things and I'm like then why can't you believe in Bigfoot right why 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 not believe in Bigfoot what's the what's the difference between your legends and the legends over here because he laughed at me he he straight thought I was crazy when I first told him about Bigfoot. It was like, you can't you can't believe in one thing,
2: yeah, I'd be more inclined to believe about believing in the big ten foot monster than the little bitty two foot monster.
0: I, <laughs> I, let me tell you, I've heard some stories about the 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 little people of Guam. like my husband told me some stories and some other tomorrows have told me some stories, and I'm like, I don't know if I really want to mess with the little people. <laughs> but
1: there's a video like, out there there's a video of some guy he's on a motorcycle or a dirt bike or something it looks like he's oh he's yeah. in a foreign country mm-hmm. um the only reason i said is because how these people are dressed they're, they're more native looking gentlemen and the guy comes around this corner and a little dude i mean like a little one foot tall native looking guy with a little spear comes running out in yep. front of him and he chases him for a little bit and it ducks off into the other side of the and thing.
2: Ducks into the woods.
1: Yeah. And we never I seen that. I got to find it. It doesn't look. Let's see photoshopped. if we can find that one. We'll send it to you. Yeah, it doesn't look yeah, photoshopped so you- at all. But you know, you never know. But okay, yeah, you
0: have to send me that because that that would yeah. be cool to look at. I'm oh, always that looking that on YouTube on, for uh,
2: the truth is out there. That's what that was on. It it is is don't the don't truth remember. is out there.
1: Yeah. No.
0: Okay. Right now I'm watching a. Paranormal caught on camera. Oh, uh,
2: That's a good
0: one. I, I'm into that one. Um, I've watched Kellen all of Woods. the ghosts. Yep, watched that one. I mm. the the lost tapes. It was on Animal Planet. Have you seen that one, The Lost Tapes?
1: I've heard of them. I might have caught one or two mm-hmm. of them. I, are they are they remakes? Um, of they're not encounters? supposed
0: to be. Yeah, they're not supposed to be remakes. They're actually supposed to be the real tapes of the people that lived the encounter. Uh, like they had a chupacabra where the people were coming across the desert and the man was filming his family and like they're all killed by a chupacabra and they get it on film and then the cops find it with the little girl and uh, there was one with the Bigfoot um, lady or a... Uh, uh, a ranger was living up in the woods, and she was doing a, like a survey of the area, and she kept taking down uh, snare traps from a hunter or a poacher, and the poacher started messing with her. Well, she got defended by a Bigfoot. The Bigfoot supposedly killed this guy, and she's got, like, troll cameras that caught stuff, and
2: wow. it's,
0: all, it's all on that show.
2: The Lost Tapes. So.
0: The lost tapes. It was on, yeah. It was on uh, Animal Planet for a while. I believe. I'll find it. Yeah, I believe it's on Disney or Discovery Plus.
1: Monster Quest is another good one if you haven't seen that one. Oh, I love Monster Quest. That's always.
0: I love Monster Quest. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my other favorite ones.
2: We did. uh, We interviewed Doug Highcheck too. So that's the guy who who
1: did Monster Quest. Yeah, creator of Monster
0: Quest. Yeah, I don't know if I'm up to that one yet.
1: What? What? Do you remember what episode that one was? Oh uh, it's not too many ago, maybe seventy something, maybe. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. I'm 70. still,
0: I'm still at. F- I think I'm at fifty four, fifty five right now because I mm-hmm. literally just got done with the one with the the Sierra files. Sierra I li- I just just listened to that one, and then the one after that was the gentleman from right here in Washington. He has a bigfoot thing up here. The Olympia.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: So uh, the Olympic. President. Corey. I think his name was Corey. No. So, yeah, I actually got a hold of them and uh, left a message, uh, sent him an email Shame. telling them that y'all should come down Shame. this way and check it
1: out. Of course. Shane Corson, yep, that's who it was.
0: Yes, that's what it was, Shane Corson. I knew it start with the C. I just couldn't remember exactly which one. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, far get from old there.
1: him. He'll come down there and, and check it. He'll come Absolutely. down there and check it out. Yeah, yeah. he'll come check yeah. it out. Just around that lake, I I got a feeling they're just kind of migrating down off the mountain, and that lake's the first good source of water they can get to. Tell them you heard about him on our show, and yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I actually I did. I was like I was literally just listening to your podcast on cryptic creatures, and I wanted to reach out and let you know about the encounters I've had down here. Like, not just in this area. Unfortunately, we can't get down there anymore. But this area over here... um, And my friend Lori, whose husband is the one that's seen it walking down the road, she looked it up online. And there's been quite a few reported encounters of of things, creatures around that area. It's all, like, on this one road called Veil Loop. And she looked it up and she goes... The way he came in the mm. door, it's hard to deny. That's what he saw. And it was like literally just a few days after I had my first one. All right. After the first time I saw it, or heard it. Nice.
1: You guys so, are in very a, cool. You, you guys are in a Mecca of Bigfoot. Uh, yes, you are. Right you there. are right in the middle of it.
0: I am really hoping that one day when I go out to the river down here and go fishing, I catch something. I, I get to see or hear something. We do too. Because
1: what down here is... me I'm excited for you. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, we want you to have a real good close encounter. Have a real yeah, good close encounter so you can come back on and tell us the details. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I don't
0: know if I, I want at, to get that close.
1: You're good at describing it. a little yeah. Okay, yeah, so but... maybe 50 yards away and you have binoculars. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take maybe
0: that. that. Maybe. Enough time. If I had to get away, I could yeah, still get away.
1: There you go. Maybe. We thank you for coming on, Jessica, and talking to us tonight. It's been real yeah, fun. Was fun.
0: Yeah, it was a great time. Thank you guys. Yeah. And I will if I hear anything or see anything, I definitely will be posting it to you guys. Yeah. And yeah, if I can get know. a hold of uh Shane and we find anything. Yeah.
1: Get him out there.
0: I'll let you guys know.
2: Yeah, for yeah.
1: sure. Let us know for sure. You That'd are definitely awesome. in a hot spot in Mecca area for sure. So yes, you, you, are. you should be able to yes, you are. keep keep getting out there. Just keep getting out there and keep uh I
2: stay I'm not stopping. You'll come across something. Let us know how the ghost hunting turns out, too. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. I will. Yeah. I'll keep you guys informed of everything.
1: Okay, cool. All right. Cool. All right. Thank All right. you. Thanks again, Jessica. We'll Thank see you guys.
0: Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye.
1: This is Lyle Blackburn, and you're listening to the Cryptid Creatures podcast with Brian and Todd. It was really good to bring jessica on
2: yeah she is definitely in a hot spot right around rainier right there mm-hmm.
1: but yeah a lot of stuff goes on in washington uh not just bigfoot obviously like she said some ufo action too but that area is, is definitely a hot spot i think they stay up
2: yeah around mount rainier is is big big time ufos bigfoot everything
1: makes you wonder doesn't it
2: yeah what is going on in the pacific northwest
1: remember guys if you're enjoying the show be sure to check out our website www.cryptidcreatures.net
2: that's right it's like a one-stop shopping for everything Cryptid Creatures
1: if you got a story or encounter you want to share go on there and share your encounter sign up for our email list check it out and let us know what you think that's right say hey drop us a line we'd like to hear from you get a hold of us absolutely another good episode my friend good hanging out with you always always fun alright we'll get out of here until next time
2: yep see ya